Bishop Matthew Adiaminsa is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in It's about the testimonies of the Lord. The testimonies of the Lord. Let's go to Psalm 119, verse 31. I have stuck unto thy testimonies, O Lord, put me not to shame. The testimonies are very vital in the church. It's something that God himself commanded. Testimonies are not to be arranged. It's not something that you go and hire people to come and say things that they've never experienced. Someone is not a blind, you let him pretend to be a blind person, come and stand before the church and the camera will capture that oh, this person uh, was blind, I was blind and I was healed. And just to impress the crowd. These have been the tricks of false prophets and false men of God. And let me say that because of that, you know, people may doubt true testimonies. And especially those that they work with and they arrange, they make this arrangement and organize uh, all this kind of stage man, uh, testimonies. If they see genuine ones, they may think it's wrong. And therefore, we need to be very careful. It is the devil's strategy to deny God of his glory. Because 
God is healing people genuinely. People are being delivered. I've seen it. People raised from dead from our own ministry. I've seen nine people raised from dead genuinely. A true prophet can speak to you and tell you about things that you have done. We have true prophets that God is using. Amen. Amen. It's not because of fake currency you stop um, trading with the genuine ones. We have fake cities. And we have genuine cities. We have fake dollars. And we have genuine dollars. So you cannot say that. I've heard people saying, oh, then if I go to church and anybody testify, then I know that it's, it's, it's wrong. No. That is why we are teaching this. Amen. Amen. We have fake ones. Fake men of God. They are agents of the devil and just there to deceive the elect. They are going just to make money of people. And the Bible said they are boastful. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's look at what God um, said in the book of of um, Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy 6 20. He said, And when thy sons ask thee in time to come, saying, What mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgment which the Lord our God had commanded you? Then thou shalt say unto thy son, We were Pharaoh's bondsmen in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and sore, upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes. You know, God commanded the children of Israel that 
they should tell their children the testimonies of God. And he commanded, it was a command. He said, tell them how we were bondsmen in, in Egypt, but the Lord by mighty hands and, and signs and wonders delivered us. And what was the testimony? Is that God opened the Red Sea. And that was a very powerful testimony. God didn't want the children of Israel to forget. Some Christian parents fail to tell their children about the testimonies of what they have experienced with God. How they gave birth to their, how they were childless, and God opened door for them, a true miracle, signs and wonders, and they were able to have children. How they were poor, and God delivered them from poverty. All these are testimonies you should not stop sharing with your children. We have children who grow out of church because they don't understand, they do not value the testimonies of their parents. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So testimonies are very important. Number one, um, testimonies are your, uh, your testimonies are your encounter with God. You should have encounter with God. You need to be very careful when you go to church and the pastor, all that he's doing is to give you a quantre. He will not teach you the word of God, how to fast and pray, how to uh, uh, listen to the voice of God. He will not train you, instruct you how you can you can approach god in a time of difficulty that pastor is wicked and that pastor is not a man of god or a woman of god Amen. Amen. Everything is about direction. Everything is about, and it's rituals. Rituals. Go and perform these rituals. Go and do this. The word of God must be taught. That's why in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, it says, this book of the law should not depart out of your mouth. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Amen. So people should be taught to have encounter with God. You don't go to church where the pastor is a, a, a superstar. That he's a God himself. But without him, God cannot move. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You must really have encounter with God. In the book of Malachi, chapter 2, let's hear what God says about true pastors or true prophets, true apostles, true evangelists, true teachers, true men and women of God. Amen. Amen. I'm reading from verse 1, and I, I want to read it uh, from the NIV so that we can have clarity here. It said from verse 1, And now you priests, that means you're talking about pastors, prophets, teachers, uh, evangelists, and, uh, and I mean, he's talking about men and women of God. This warning is for you. If you do not listen, and if you do not resolve to honor my name, says the Lord Almighty, Testimonies are given to honor the name of God. Testimonies are given to honor the name of God. So if you are a pastor and you are robbing God's testimony, instead of the people knowing the power of God, they rather know you as a powerful man of God, as a powerful woman of God, and, and everything is you, 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 then you are robbing God. I will send a curse on you. And I will curse your blessings. Yes, I have already cursed them. Because you have not resolved to honor me. Because of you, I will rebook your descendants. I will smear on your faces the dung from your festival sacrifice. And you will be carried up with it. And you will know that I have sent you this warning so that 
my covenant with Levi may continue. Says the Lord Almighty. My covenant was with him a covenant of life and peace. And I gave them to him this called for reverence and he reverent me and stood in hour of my name. Here God is saying a pastor, a priest. God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsah. He reveals the step-to-step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the Gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiaminsis Stable, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiaminsis reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God must give reverence to his name. That means you must you must hold the name of God in reverence. So if you 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 want to uh, honor God, you can go and do something fake. You can go and, and just present it as a meanwhile God says that he hates false witness. <laughs> Anything 
So you, the pastor, you compromise and, and you go and rent people to come and give false testimony. The people that you are organizing and you are paying and you are renting, you are, you are, you, you are teaching them not to reverence the name of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So you become an agent of the devil, and that's why God said He will curse you. So the pastors or the prophets who have been engaging in that. They should know that God said, I have already cursed you. That blessing, that money, that money you will get through, that fake miracles, fake pro, uh, products, a fake oil, fake days, and that, God is saying that I have cursed that blessing. Whether it's a house, whether it's a car, whether it's multitude, he has cursed it already. In verse 7, he said, For the lips of a priest, how to preserve knowledge. Knowledge. A pastor should be knowledgeable. He should be able to teach the knowledge of God. He should be able to teach people how they can hook up to God, grow their faith, how they can do evangelism, how they can honor God with their lifestyle, how they will walk in holiness and righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Is that because he is the messenger of the Lord Almighty and people seek instruction from him. There is nothing wrong for people to come to you as a pastor because they see you as a man of God. They see you that you cannot harm them. They see you that you cannot deceive them. They see you that you cannot play tricks on them. They see you that you cannot scam them. And so, if, 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 if you now that become a scammer, you play a tricks on them, why do people think you are a messenger of God and you are a messenger of Satan? In verse 8, he said, But you have turned from the way, and by your teaching have cursed, caused many to stumble. You have violated the covenant with Levi, says the Lord Almighty. You know, God is saying, through your error, through teaching, false teachings, through and very some of them weird some of them are very uh, fetish you know you have caused my people to err 
enam niyama huhu huwa kruwa wani mkwafu wa kruwa ye ye ninti ama chese ni penye naso abu hu ewonia ekosono ehu hallelujah amen 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 we're talking about the testimonies of God we're talking about testimonies of God now God testified to Abraham that he is his shield and great reward uh, the last time I told you that there are about three sources of testimonies the testimonies of what is written by God when God says I will do this for you is a testimony it is testimony and then the testimony of encounter with God. What God has done in your life. It could be healing. It could be salvation. It could be an, a special miracle, signs and wonders, the various encounter or what he has used you to do. Amen. Amen. And then testimony of what others have seen about your life. Amen. Amen. What others have seen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so God told Abraham according to Genesis Genesis chapter 14 19 to 20 and he blessed him and said blessed be Abraham of God most high possessor of heaven and earth and blessed be God most high who has delivered your enemies unto your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. Amen. Amen. Abraham went to war. Um, his nephew Lot was uh, captured and he went to war and liberated a lot and a whole lot of people and and then he met the high priest Melchizedek and then Melchizedek spoke this word as a testimony and the testimony was, you Abraham, you have been blessed by God who possess heaven and earth. 
And the Most High God will continually deliver you from your enemies. And that have been, that have been the mantra of the nation Israel. So it's a testimony in Israel that if you hit them, they will hit you back. And they have been, over the years, been living by the saving hands of God. What is your testimony? What is your testimony? Do you have testimony? Or testimonies? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, the testimonies of encounter. Abraham had encounter with God. Abraham, the three Hebrew boys had encounter with God, according to Daniel three twenty-two. Amen. Amen. In Daniel three twenty-eight. Daniel the Bible says, and I read, Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servant, who trusted him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies, that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Daniel, my dear, be saying, "Chemo do not watch and watch all this." Nebuchadnezzar can say, "In Shana, Shadrach, Mezak, near Bednego, near Kuponga, what's the man buffoon? Now what beginning? What do you want to know? So no, now what sacra? What do you want to know? So no, what sacra? Or he ne sama? What do you want to mind? Near Beye, now Warren Sum, now Warren Sorry, near Mibiara, say we near Kuponga." Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so here you see that um, Shadrach and Meshach, Abednego, you know, they said, well, king, you can put us in the fire. We don't care. And, but we will never bow to your God. And here you see after the act, King Nebuchadnezzar himself testified. Say, hey! The God of Mash, um, uh, Meshach, uh, Shadrach, and Abednego. He's really a powerful God. That we put these guys into the oven. And they, they were not burned. And nothing happened to them. It was a testimony to the glory. Because he said the God of Meshach, Abednego, and, and, and Shadrach. You know, it was to give glory to God. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. What is your testimony? Can people hear your testimony and give glory to God? Not fake testimonies. Hallelujah. Amen. In Daniel chapter 6, verse 16 to 22. When Daniel was put into the lion den, his testimony gave glory to God. It was a personal encounter with God. Amen. Amen. Now let's read from 16 going. So the king gave the command. And they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, he would deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own signet right and with the signet of his laws that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Amen. Amen. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting and no musicians were brought before him. Also his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. And and when he came to the den he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel the king spoke saying to Daniel Daniel servant of the living God has your God whom you serve continually be able to deliver you from the lions then Daniel said to the king, Oh, king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shout the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him and also. Oh king, I have done no wrong before you. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel out, out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no injury, whatever was found on him. Because he believed in his God. 
when you done in fear monum, no one who's a biara, etino, is or the no, etuni, uncle Ponso. This is a powerful testimony. A powerful testimony about Daniel. And these testimonies have been written for our example. It is a testimony of God written for our example. If God delivered uh, Daniel from the lion's den, he would deliver you from any den. Hallelujah. Amen. We are not talking about fake testimonies. I was preaching in one of the lighthouse churches and I was um, sharing with them a testimony how a woman who rushed to my house with uh, uh, her baby, I mean her boy, who was dead, and how I prayed, and God raised the boy back to life. Amen. Amen. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiminsah's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. Giving the testimony, 
The woman appeared. I don't know whether they were airing it on radio or something like that. The woman appeared in the church. Amen. Amen. And when I saw her, I, ah, is, is this the sister? Then later on, so I told them the woman and she came and she testified herself. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Well, the testimony belonged to God. Amen. Amen. And if you are a believer, you have encounter with God, you must let people know that encounter. Number two, testimonies are motivation and counselors for future problems. Testimonies are also a form of counseling to people of God. If God did it for Kwejo who went through such situation, I'm also receiving counseling that God will do it for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's let's look at Psalm one one nine verse twenty four. Your testimonies also are my delight and my counselors. Why does it say my so testimonies of God, they are a form of counselors to the people of God. It can encourage people. You know, counselors encourage people. When I came to the Lord, I used to hear some Wonderful testimonies. And as a young um, Christian, I, I was yearning to see the same thing in my life. I read books of men of God. T.L. Osborne being used by God. I read books by Kenneth Hagen. I, I read books about great men, Ora Robert, the miracles. And I, I watched their videos and, and the testimonies of what God was using them really motivated me that I also, God can use me. I read about how T.L. Osborne raised the dead. And I said, oh God, one day, can you also use me to raise the dead? They are testimonies. They inspire you. They they are your motivation for you to also avail yourself 
to God. So you begin to find out, what did these people do? They availed themselves. They led a life of righteousness and holiness. They walked in the path of God. They fasted and prayed. I read several books of men of God being used by God. Amen. Amen. And the same way I saw God using me. In prophetic ministry. Very powerful, profounding things that are amazing God began to reveal them to me and I was telling people, I was speaking to people about their lives and in our church, it got to a, a time, my church leaders called me and said, brother, when you see things, just come and inform us, you know, because people get scared of you, the things you see about, and as a matter of fact, you go to Takrati Church of Pentecost, for instance, I, I mean, people don't want to meet me because I will see something about them. It wasn't fake. It was just God opened my eyes. I remember one time I saw, we went to service, I saw a brother. When I saw a stick, it's, it's, that somebody has put a stick into one of the eye. It was like a stump, tall one. So I, I, I said, brother, this is what I'm seeing. That's a stick. I, I can see a stick. He used to uh, work for one lawyer. And uh, I think about, we, I, I mean, we prayed about it. We, pray, we did pray about it, I remember. And then I asked him to tell the leader so that we'll fast. But whether that was done, I cannot testify. But I think four days, the, uh, I mean, his lawyer asked him to go and collect money from uh, somebody, I mean, uh, uh, who was owing something. And he went there, it became an issue, and the man used a stick to uh, hit the eye, and the eye just blasted. Amen. Amen. Up to now, he's, he's with one eye. The other eye was gone. I remember... Uh, in the night, God waked me up and he said, see. And I looked 
The whole Takradi town flooded and people were dying here and there. The, the rain was, the water was running all over the place. And, and, and then when I came to church, I told them, this is what God revealed to me, that there's going to be rain for three days. People should start for, and indeed it came to pass. It rained continuously for three days in Takradi and a lot of lives were lost. That was the last rain. I mean, when we say uh, uh, Takrade has really suffered from uh, flood, that was, I think it happened around 78, that thereby. You know, so when you aspire, God can use you. And, and there was there was one time I was traveling, we went to the we were in a queue in Takradi Station. And while we're in the queue, the Spirit of God came on me and said, Dakar is doomed. And I I think I've shared this testimony several times in this church. And then I told the guy just around me that the car is doomed. The car is going to have an accident. About uh, nine people or six people will die. So then all of them stopped. They, they said they won't join it. So the, uh, the bookmen got to know. And the way he insulted me, they insulted me. They said they would not allow me to join any... I stood there for several hours, many buses, and within a short time, within some minutes, some, uh, uh, sorry, within some hours, a, a car came reporting that that particular bus had an accident at Intrabai, and six people are dead. Then they came to me, they say, hey, so uh, are you a prophet? I was just an ordinary Christian. I wasn't a pastor. But an ordinary Christian, you know, so that is how our faith should be built up. Because we've been taught the word of God and to live according to the word. And I'm so watching Yakupong as Sam. And see, as I say, Tina as Samuel, near the Giditran among, and Mikaisa Takradim Ribbin Susa, Mikotala Yakofaka, Mijinawa, Frinner Bap and Amiti, a rather catch them, a free. Amen. In Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. Who delivered us from so great a death? Deliver us in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Paul was relying on a testimony that God who delivered him at a point some people vow that they will kill Paul. They will never eat 
unless they killed Paul. And God delivered Paul. You know, so many times, sometimes mob will stone him to death. And then God, by his grace, will raise him up. You know, so Paul, by those testimonies, he was talking and said, Thank be to God who has been delivered us. And he will continue to deliver. And we believe and we trust that he will deliver us also. Paulo Kans asked me, and Nam said, When you are the same breath for Yahoo, I found social breath. You know, I can say, Oh, come on, what fast soup, one up, what tano soup, I said, what Kumono, what Bruno money, I didn't. Also, more one, I'm so sorry, Uncle Ponga. Maybe I'm not so sure more, oh, you know, no female. Oh, we saw that so hard, but cause where you left your house, be Aram said. Amen. Amen. So, what God has done for you in the past, the God who healed you, the God who delivered you from trouble, the God who saved you, he will continue to deliver. And that should be a powerful testimony as a counselor in your life. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 2. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for not all have faith. Let me add the verse 3. But the Lord is faithful. Who will establish you and guide you from the evil one? Hallelujah. He's saying that God is faithful. You know, he will deliver you from the wicked one. Sometimes the enemy come against you. Evil men or women can come against you. They can falsely accuse you, but God will deliver you. That's a testimony that God will deliver you. He will save you. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Testimonies, true visions, and dreams. Now, God can speak to you, or God can testify through dreams and visions. And that is also known as the testimonies of God. As the testimonies of God. In Hosea, let's go to Hosea. Hosea. Some say Hosea. Chapter 12, verse 10. I have also spoken by the prophets and have multiplied visions. I've given symbols through the witness of the prophets. You see, visions and dreams could be 
the testimonies of a prophet. So if you are a believer, God can testify about something you want to do in your life through dreams and visions. And, and, and so you must avail yourself. That is why you need to occasionally enter into fasting and prayer. You must avail yourself to prayer. If you are a lazy Christian and you cannot fast and pray, you cannot wait upon God. You know, apart from congregational prayer that we do in the church or the church fasting, that is known as corporate fasting. Yes, God can do something through it. But you as individual, sometimes something pertaining to your own life, you must go before God. And, and God can speak to you through visions and through dreams. Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 2 to 3. Habakkuk Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come it will not tear. God can testify to you about what he wants you to do, about your future assignment through visions and dream, or by the word of prophecy. I was in Nigeria enjoying my ministry under um, the great man of God, Archbishop Benson Dahosa, my papa in the Lord. My ministry was flourishing. God was using me mightily. And, and great things were happening. Then one day I went before the Lord. I was fasting. I took some days off and I was fasting. That was the second time Jesus appeared to me. And, and then he appeared to me in, 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 the, in a vision. And he spoke to me. I, I could see him clearly. And he said, Adam and son, go to Ghana. I have an, another assignment for you. Go and start deliverance ministry. 
they don't know much about deliverance. And you are the person I'm going to use to spread the message of deliverance in Ghana. I remember I wrote that vision down and I told my wife that we have to go to Ghana. It's time. And it was a time that our ministry in Nigeria was at peak. We were so being demanded getting appointment here and there. But I just had to leave everything and come to Ghana. When I came here, I started deliverance ministry. It grew to thousands. Achimota Forest, I started by the grace of God. I went to Achimota Forest, started the first prayer there, and then I negotiated, and later on it had become a place for Christians. Amen. Amen. And to me, the idea of starting a church was not part of me at all. I was enjoying the crowd coming for deliverance ministration. And after some years, I remember some men of God came to me and, and they told me that Look, you need to start a church. I said, well, me, God has not spoken to me to start a church. And one of them spoke to me, one elderly man, he came to me early morning. Then he said, why don't you go and wait upon God? So when Pram Pram, myself and my wife waited upon God and God spoke to me there gave me the name of the church. There is something that he said. He said, I'll build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail. God did not say, I will build my fellowship. He said, I will build my church. And so, you, when you, God can speak to you and give you future assignment as a testimony, true vision and true dream. It could be about your personal life. It could be about which way should I go? Even when it comes to marriage, he can give you testimony. He can testify which way you should go. The one you should, it is possible. God can speak to you. Amen. 
Esa ofaso tutu anamon obetumi no aka nyina na mudaya na se eni suadi hu. So as a believer you, you really need to be trained by the word of God. That's why your pastors have to teach you. Your pastor need to teach you to come to a place where you can hear the voice of God. You can know God's steps, which direction God wants you to go. That the Bible says we should not be like children. It comes to a time you should not be like a, a child being tossed here and there. You must be able to take decision based upon the word of God, based upon the voice of God, based upon which way God wants you to go. Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a must-read. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adaminsa's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adaminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity, and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. 
Grab your copy now. Hallelujah. Amen. In Genesis 46 verses 2 to 4, Jacob testified, God testified to Jacob through vision to go to Egypt. Then God spoke to Israel in the vision of the night. And said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, Here I am. So he said, I am God. The God of your father. Do not fear to go down to Egypt. For I will make of you a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt. And I will also surely bring you up again. And Joseph will put his hand on your eyes. Verse 3, let me add verse 3. So he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not fear to go down to Egypt, for I will make of you a great nation there. Jacob was ap- apprehensive to go to Egypt. Especially when uh, his son Benjamin was taken and did not return. He's already lost Joseph and Benjamin. And so the man was hesitating. But God spoke to him in a vision at night. That means through a dream. He said, Jacob, you go. In Egypt, I'll be with you. You'll become a great nation. And your son, Joseph. Look, he has not met Joseph. Amen. Amen. He thought Joseph is dead. But he said, your son, Joseph, will cover your eye. That means when you are dying, he will be there for you So God was testifying even though he wasn't a nation yet. God through dream testified about his nationhood. 
Sometime today you look wretched, there's nothing showing about you. But if you can go to God and pray, God can reveal to you what you are going to become in the future. Your future assignment will be made clear. But lazy Christians only go to church and they expect a prophetic uh, a message. They go to church and they expect somebody to tell, go and do these rituals. Go and do this direction. Instead of them to go before God and know things about you, God have to really speak to you. And therefore, if you are not taught in the word of God, if you are bereft with the knowledge of God, you will become just an ordinary and all that you do is to follow some fake prophets and follow pastors who are not going anywhere and who, who are agents of the devil. In the book of Acts, Acts chapter 18, verse 8 to 11, Paul had a testimony of God through a vision to continue to preach. Amen. Amen. Then Krippos, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his household. And many of the Corinthians, hearing, believing, and were baptized. Now the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. Do not be afraid. But speak. And do not keep silent. For I am with you. And no one will attack you to hurt you. For I have many people in this city. And he continued there a year and six months. Teaching the word of God among them. Paul went to Corinth and then he had opportunity to minister in the synagogue of the Jews. He preached the gospel and the ruler got saved. And then God spoke to Paul. That means God testified in the night. To Paul that stay here. For I have many people. Though the people are not saved, God called them his people. That uh-huh. means there are many people who need to be saved. You yeah, know, 
You know, go, uh, when you go into church planting, you must hear from the voice of God. Amen. Amen. They will be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. So God can testify to you that I've been in, involved with church planting and sometimes God will speak to you and said, this place, I start a church there. I have people who need to be saved and the testimonies are overwhelming. The kind of people that are saved, transformed, and the manner they came is so marvelous. Amen. Amen. God can use a dream or vision to testify to you about confirming or approving a position. And sometimes it can happen with marriages. A young lady was so fascinated about the proposal of a young man. And, 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 and she has fallen in love, head and healed. And, and I only ask her, have you prayed about it? He said, um, but you know the thing is there, it's flowing, it's flowing in my heart. Amen. Amen. And I, I, I said to her, I said to her, the Bible says, there is a way that seemed right to man, but the end thereof is death. So she went, I, I, I gave her some assignment to fast and pray. Then she came back to tell me something. Said, I had a dream. And I, I was in a room with a young man. And then the young man came by and he was not wearing he had dress in suit we are going for the wedding suit, full suit you know with tie everything but he was not wearing a shoe I said go and pray about it again amen amen and she prayed about it and God revealed to her. She was entering a church with a young man. You know, for, for their wedding vows. 
And uh, while the young man was sitting there, she quickly had a phone call and, and, and said, she's coming. She went out, but before she came, the pastor had uh, done the vow without the young man. Then I said the two revelations is confirming something is absent. The, the first one, she was not wearing a shoe. It means it's not complete. The second one, when it matters most, you need to say the vows. She had a phone call, went out, and when he came, the pastor, you alone said the vow. And I said, how can you marry alone? I was there, she came and said, yes, now I've, I've come to understand the whole thing. She's, the guy is not complete. He, he's not fit for me. I said, yeah, if you have learned that, I'm not telling you that, but you've learned that. Amen. And thank God somebody has married uh, and now she's happily married. Hallelujah. Amen. And so sometimes, whether you're doing something, you are taking a business initiative, you need to pray. Let God speak to you. Hosea. 12.10 I have also spoken by the prophets and have multiplied visions. I've given symbols though the witness of the, through the witness of the prophets. God can also speak to you as a prophet or prophetess. You see, anytime God comes to you in your dream, he addresses you as so. <laughs> You may be an ordinary person, but he can use the symbols, he can use uh, the testimonies of prophets to speak to you as a child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God. Our last point is God uses visions to testify of his deliverance. Acts chapter 27, verses 22 to 25. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night an angel of the Lord, of the God whom I belong and whom I serve, say, do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God had granted you all those who sailed with you. 
Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe God that, for I believe that it will be just as it was told me. However, we must run aground on a certain island. Amen. Amen. You know, Paul was shipwrecked with others, and for three days they were hanging on the sea. They've lost all the cargoes. The soldiers, the Roman soldiers, had prisoners, including Paul, and they threatened to kill all of them. But because of Paul, they spared them. And they have not eaten for two weeks. For two weeks, they refused to eat. Then God appeared to Paul. He sent an angel to speak to Paul. That Paul, do not be afraid. You will appear before Caesar. And all these men with you, because of you, Paul, they will be saved. The ship will come to an island very soon. You know, sometimes you come to a place, it looks like you are giving up. Sometimes it looks like that the end of you. Sometimes it looks like you've come to the, the dead end. You don't know what to do anymore. You want to give up. Then God comes in. If you are a believer, you, are, you believe in the Bible. It's not why the prophet, we know, please, I believe in prophets, but we Prophet cannot take place of the word of God. Because prophet themselves, they take their source from the word of God through prophets. Amen. Amen. A prophet who cannot teach the word is very dangerous. A prophet who cannot teach the word, if you cannot teach, how can he know? Amen. Amen. So, God testified to Paul. He said, none of you will be lost 
I'm with you. You will appear before Caesar. So it comes to a time God comes to give you a testimony of assurance that I am with you. All is not lost. I will surely bring you through. So testimonies of God they have important rule to play in the lives of believers. We do the part three of testimonies next week. We do the part three. And I believe you, you are blessed by this words of testimony. We need to know the testimonies of God. And that's why if you are a believer and God does something, sometimes people come to me, he said, oh, Bishop, this one, say it for me. I can't say it for you. You have to. When God, God has really uh, done something great. I remember one woman that for years I've been looking for the fruit of the womb, tried everything in the hospital, and it didn't work. And then he came, we prayed, and God gave her a breakthrough. And, and then she said, oh, pastor, uh, if you can say it for me. I said, this one, I won't say it. Because if God has done such a thing for you and you, you, you claim to be embarrassed, anything you are ashamed of, it means you are embarrassed. Or if you are shy of saying something which is true and you are embarrassed and you are, it seems shameful, then, then you are robbing God of his glory. A man had a problem with um, his manhood, uh, dysfunctional manhood. He couldn't perform. And, and then one of the meetings, God just came through and then um, uh, he, he was performing wonderfully. And the wife even said that it was too much because it's, it's now. Amen. And, 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 and for the man to come and testify, they say, oh, the wife should come and... Ah! You have to come and testify yourself what God has done for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You testified of what God. You need to testify. Of what God has done. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this message. And we are grateful to you for your word. Amen. That as we leave this place, we'll continue to testify. And tell people about what you've done for us. We will not keep your testimony. We will not rob you of your glory. Amen. We will surely 
I'll stand before people and let them know that of truth you are God. We bless you for this message and uh, those of you watching us. I pray for everyone Amen. who have spent time uh, listening to us. Lord God, we pray that you bless them through Facebook, through Instagram, through Covenant TV. Bless your people. And as we uh, prepare ourselves for a major breakthrough, because I sense a major breakthrough is coming to your life. Amen. This COVID-19 obstacle is going to turn into a major breakthrough. Amen. God Almighty is going to show forth and you will see the hand of God as never before. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkrumah Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 023 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.